What's up, you guys? This is your girl, Shaquana, once again, and this is Adjusted Frequency. And I know it has been a while, and I've been posting about starting this podcast over again and a plethora of things, but there was a lot of things I had to do spiritually to kind of be ready for this because I want to speak life into whomever is listening. You mean the world to me because I want for not only myself to feel loved and appreciated for myself like on my own self-love but I want you to be able to feel that too and sometimes the struggles we go through as people as humans as adults it's a lot and a lot of times we think that we're alone we feel like we don't have anybody else who understands where we're coming from and I'm telling you right now I get it I may not be in that exact situation with you but I understand what it, what it feels like to be you know, feeling like you're being dismissed or feeling depressed or not having self-love and care for yourself like you really should. So forgive me as I was being very, very complacent and was not, you know, doing what God called me to do. And that's what this whole entire episode is going to be about. I'm going to talk to you guys about why resistance is so powerful. Now, resistance shows up in different ways for different people. For me, resistance came in the form of me fighting what I knew I needed to do in order to just be happy and have peace in my life. Um, Even before I decided to do the podcast and everything else, I really had a hard time listening to what, whether, you know, for me, it's God. But, you know, some people may say they're in a voice or their, their conscious mind or whatever it is, the signs, you know those warning signs, everything, I resisted them. Whether I resisted them in a relationship by staying too long in a relationship, excuse me, that I knew wasn't right for me, or whether it was me knowing that I needed to make some life changes in order to not only be healthier physically, but spiritually and mentally. Um, and then facing some of those, those, I would say traumas in my life. I don't really want to call them demons because a lot of times the things that you go through in your life are lessons and you can either heed the lesson and learn or you can keep repeating that grade. And Lord knows I repeated a lot of grades because I was just resisting so much. So I'm just going to dive into it. Um, This was a message that I felt like I received when I really was unsure of what to even talk about with this podcast. And I'm sorry, I'm going to take these bracelets off. So I feel like that's going to distract me. So there's really three points I want to say about resistance that once I look back over the last few years of my life, I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how much my own self, my pride, my procrastination, laziness, um, you know, blame. Oh gosh, I blamed a whole bunch of people for my circumstances at a point in my life was stopping me from getting to where I wanted to be from doing the things I love to do. Um, But then when I started letting go of that resistance, then I I started seeing myself flourish. I used to overthink a whole lot, like, is this going to work out, etc. So like I said, resistance shows up in a lot of different forms. So for me, one thing that I learned is that resistance can be powerful because it can be just as powerful as a prayer. You know, like if you grew up in a church or you grew up around, you know, saying your God, friend, grandma, because usually it was the grandma's. They, they pray with so much intensity, you know, that you almost feel like God himself will come down and be like that, that prayer right there. I got you. Um, that's how I was raised. I was raised with my grandmother and she was a praying woman. Okay. She still is a praying woman. 
And, you know, actually I talked to her the other day and I was just telling her, like, I really appreciate you constantly praying for me, even when I was being totally rebellious against what you were wanting for me. And all she wanted was for me to be happy, regardless if she understood the path I wanted to take or anything. She just wanted me to be happy and she wanted God to protect me and bless me. So I was resisting that, which at this point sounds so crazy because it's like, why would you resist somebody who just love and care for you? But like I said, resisting can be just as powerful as prayer because it can literally make you believe in your heart things that you never have believed before. Like if you ever, have you ever thought about something about yourself, whether you heard it from someone else in your past or it was a situation where something happened to you and then you held on to it and you believed it, you, you, you hold it so tight that you don't even realize that some of that isn't even true. And so it makes you resist in different ways. Like if you've been heartbroken, you may have resentment about having your heart broken. So then you resist falling in love or being open to love. Or if you're the type of person like me, where you resist the fact that sometimes you need to just face what is the truth about yourself. Facing your truth can be something you resist because you might know that you might be adding to that problem, but you don't want to tell yourself that because you feeling like, I know I'm a good person. I know I do this and that and the third, but then you out here cussing people out left and right and not realizing that like your actions affect other people too. So that was one of the lessons for myself. Um, Stop resisting the truth. You can't walk away from your truth because you're so caught up in the lies that you told yourself to believe because that is resisting in one in one form trust me it is so just the same way that somebody could like you can pray like lord thank you for all my blessings or you can you know think law of attraction everything that i want is coming towards me if you resisted the things that you that you know to be true in order to try to get where you think you're going to get it's going to be a block it's it's, it's going to be something that's going to mess up that that wavelength that energy is going to be thrown off because here you are trying to have a direct contact to your blessings and you keep calling it collect. So you got to wait on the phone. You got to hope somebody pick it up or you wait for somebody to confirm that's resisting because you know, good and well, the truth of the matter is you got to clean up the house that you live in first. And I was trying not to deal with my own issues for a long time. I, I started blaming my parents for me being uh, a feeling like I didn't have love or, you know, sitting around and, and, and thinking that the people who did love me throughout my entire life didn't love me enough because my parents didn't love me. So I can't be lovable. Like that is absolutely crazy. And it, and it made me turn away from myself. So I resisted self-love because I was believing the lie that was surrounding me. So what you truly believe in your heart can manifest into reality. So the more and more I told myself, nobody loved me, nobody cared for me, nobody was ever going to treat me the way I felt I was going to be treated. I'm never going to find, you know, success or happiness in in these type of ways. It happened. I caught myself being more and more depressed, more and more miserable. And it's not because people weren't coming to see me. I wasn't going to see them either. Or I wasn't going to check up on them either. But I just stayed in my bubble. I stayed inside that lie and I allowed it to manifest. So then I, I started having relationships with people that were uh, not good for me and were showing me that this isn't the type of love that I deserve. And in that moment, I believed like, okay, see, this is confirmation. That person don't love me. Look how they treat me. I knew this would happen. Until one day I woke up and realized if God keep waking me up, 
there's absolutely no way that this means I, I can't be loved. And I had to remind myself of all the blessings. So I thank God for my son. I know a lot of people don't like to put a lot of pressure on their kids when it comes to their healing. But God brought me my son at the time that I didn't even realize I needed him the most um, because I felt in a lot of my younger years that I needed a man to love me. Um, it, it wasn't a thing where it was like I, I didn't love myself necessarily. I just didn't have that full committed love to myself so I was looking for people to come and love me and I was trying my best to love people with the most passion and when my son came into my life it was the one man in this world even though he was a baby boy <laughs> but it was the one male in this world that I knew for a fact that I could love freely and there'd be nothing wrong with it I wouldn't have to worry about feeling abandoned or feel like you know he's gonna judge me or anything my son loves me even in my mess so I really was really really like I thank God for him all the time I think I thank God for my son all the time because he saved me from a lot of tweaking thoughts that I was having at the time where I was thinking that okay I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make it or I'm not gonna strive for my best because I'm just over it nobody's treating me the way I think I should be treated I'm not happy you know I'm ready to give up on life but then I would look at a picture of him or hear his voice in my head or think about, you know, the first time I seen his face and I would be like, that's, that's my reason for living in those moments. That's literally, it was the only thing that could pull me out of those uh, negative thoughts. So I knew that the love that he gave me was enough along with the love that God gave me because he had honored me with having that. There's a lot of women who have a hard time conceiving. So here I am with this beautiful, healthy little boy, spirit that is top notch. Cause I, I tell people all the time, my child came out with a, with a heart of gold. So I could not leave him here under anyone else's supervision, under anyone else's care, because as his mother, I will love him so fully that the, the only love that could top the love that I have for my child could be God. Now, I'm not saying his father doesn't love him, but I'm just saying a mother's love is a different type of love. I, I incubated this soul inside of me. I, I spent time with him one-on-one -on -one and shared my doubts and my fears with this child even before he came to this earth. So the bond that we have is by far the most extraordinary bond I've ever had in my life. So to think that I told myself so many lies that I wasn't loved enough to think that I was going to let that that bond perish on my own accord mm -mm, mm -mm. i had to stop resisting the truth and the truth is i've been abundantly loved for my entire life and this is just me speaking on my personal my family took me in um at the time where my aunts were young they were popping you know what i mean they they didn't have any children they they were supposed to be traveling the world doing their own thing my grandmother she had already had her kids her kids was out popping so you know, it was it was a situation where God had put me in their care. And even with the lessons that they had to learn by raising a child, they loved me purely. They, they, they just continue to love me regardless of anything. Like you can't you wouldn't even be able to tell if I was walking around with them outside of the fact that we don't necessarily resemble one another. You wouldn't be able to tell that these aren't my mother's. You know what I mean? So it was a blessing. And and over the years, as I've grown, I've realized how much love I've gained, even though, you know, my mother and father weren't there in my, in my more formative years growing up as a young woman. Another thing why I'm saying, why, why I'm saying that resistance is as powerful as prayer is because what you believe in 
is what is what actually creates that resistance. So, like I said, the lies you can you can kind of get caught up in will lead you to be right in there. So what exactly are you telling yourself? What are you believing in right now? What are you giving your faith in? Um, I listened to uh, Tatum Tamia, Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, and she says, what are you anchored in? I go, I go to Bible study every Thursday with my homeboy, Jabir, and um, shout out to Legacy, <laughs> okay? Um, but every time, you know, he would say things, and I would, I would be boiling up inside because I would be like, man, Am I really telling myself these things or I'm really talking to myself that way? Even in Bible study, sometimes the, the, the resistance would try to pull up on me. Then he'll say something in in the word of God. And then I'm trying to tell myself, okay, well maybe that's his situation, but mm -mm, I ain't got to follow that path as if that's not the truth. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it is as it's powerful. So what lies in resistance have you let be your belief? Figure those things out because once you are, once you can lean on the truth and start peeling back the layers and really get down to the root of what is making you resist, what's making you not uh, eat healthier, what's making you not work out to get the body you want, what's making you not save up money to get the business or the house or the travel that you want to, to accomplish, you got to get to the root of those things. You want love, but you won't love yourself. You can't expect for that to be. You resisting love by not loving yourself. Because obviously to get that love, you must receive that love. And the, and the best love that you can give yourself is to love yourself, literally. It, 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 made, it makes life so much easier when you can just accept who you are without resisting who you are because you're trying to be like A, B, or C celebrity that you see on TV. Or you're trying to be as rich as the next CEO. You got to be ready for that type of thing. You can't be asking God to be the millionaire and you're not putting in the work, resisting the work to get to it. So all these things are literally things that I've dealt with in my own life too. Some, you know, maybe an exaggeration or some you may deal with on a different scale or level. But the truth of the matter is don't listen to those lies. Don't let those lies stop you from really who you are. Resistance can be re- misleading. Now, this one is the one that gets me because it can distract you from your goals. Adjusted Frequency was supposed to be a podcast released consistently, excuse me, in 2006. I had came up with the idea with my friend Shanice and she and I were going to do a podcast where we were just talking, you know, just kind of randomly, you know, going off. That was, that idea sprouted, let's say, I'm trying to think, that was like 2014. Even before that, when I decided to go off to college, I went to college for mass communications. So this was something that God really wanted me to do, even though I didn't understand like the how, the when, the why, the where. Um, I was like, okay, I guess I can be on the radio. I like to talk. I thought I wanted to be an actress, but I don't necessarily want that type of fame. So I had to figure out what I could do by being myself, being able to express myself in the way that I wanted to. And not tap into, you know, changing who I am. So this is years and years and years of me walking away from what it is that God wanted me to do or or what I feel like is my purpose to do. So I could be successful for others around me, parents, mates, friends, my child, trying to be what they needed me to be and not taking care of who I needed to be for myself. So it distracted me from my goals. It also created this false sense of fear for me 
Because a lot of times when you resist something, you're resisting the change. I've been an avid marijuana smoker for, i say, about seven years. Um, before that, I dibble and dabble or whatever. But I've never been like a heavy drinker or someone who really was into all those uh, partying things. So it was kind of funny that I, I got really heavy into smoking weed. Now, I'm not, I'm not, this is no shade on anybody who smokes weed. I still love Mary Jane. I'm not even going to lie. But I had to come to terms with the fact that over the last, I say maybe four or five, nope, I can't even say that. I say probably for the past, my son's, be, he'll be nine in February. So yeah, I say for the past 10 years, I've been getting signs that I shouldn't be doing it. When, um, when I was with my son's father, he was, he didn't like that. He didn't do it and he didn't encourage me doing it. Um, I started sneaking around like once our relationship kind of was falling apart. And then once I was free from that relationship, I really, I dove into it. I was like heavy, heavy. It was at first, it was just like a little bit here and there. Cause I didn't know how to roll. <laughs> okay. I'm just being, I'm being transparent with y'all right now. I didn't know how to roll. So I would only smoke whenever everybody else was around cause they roll for me. Then I was like, you know what? I'm about to find out for myself because I want to, you know, I want to get high right now. Um, and, and I did that. And so that went on for a few years. Then it got heavier and heavier. And then I got to the point where it was, it was like I would plan my day around my smoke sessions. And then even last year when I, when I was starting to record for Adjusted Frequency, I was so high, it didn't make a lot of sense. I felt like I was rambling a lot more. Um, even the sound quality and stuff. I mean, it's editing. You get used to those things, but I wasn't really putting forth the effort that I could have been putting forth by getting myself ready and prepared. I've been doing tongue twisters to prepare just to talk slower and more clearly so people can understand what I'm saying. These things are things you do to get yourself prepared. At that time, I wasn't being prepared. So I knew that God kept telling me to stop smoking. And then I was like, okay, Lord, well, I'll smoke once a day. Okay, I stopped doing the morning, noon and night, but I at least got to get one in a day. Okay, you're doing one a day, which turned into as soon as I walked in the door. I'm not lying, y'all. As soon as I would walk in the door, I'd be like, all right, I get my son straight. Boom, boom. Sit down, do your homework, blah, blah, blah. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. And then I'm outside, ready again. Um, and, and it wasn't getting me towards my goals. My goals for saving money, dwindling, because I'm putting so much investment in marijuana it'd be different if I had a dispensary business or something then I'd be like well at least I'm getting paid but it wasn't the case and like I said no shade to anybody who smokes this is just my own personal thing for me it made my procrastination and my resistance grow it made it worse if you can think of it that way it just, you know what I mean it was just like a distractor from what I knew I needed to do so God kept telling me in different ways um, and more recently, uh, like, I guess because I've been facing my truths more, it popped up again. So at, at, at like I say, I only been, um, sober for, let's see, like a week, a week going on two weeks now. So it's not like I've been doing this like for a long, long time, but how I feel, I don't, I don't have the craving to go back to do it. Cause I just feel so good. And I feel so positive about where I'm going, but just to jump back more recently, I've been getting the idea of, okay, let's just smoke half. So I would just hit it. I would do smoke, smoke half a blunt. And then I would just be straight after that. Right. Okay, cool. But now I'm like waiting to get home to smoke that half a blunt. It's like, okay, well, you're not really changing up anything. And then I kept telling myself, well, if I stop smoking, I ain't going to be calm. I'm going to be spazzing out. I'm not going to be happy. I enjoy this. So why am I going to stop? I kept resisting. 
So going to Bible study, and this is back to my homeboy legacy. He would talk about how during his journey in life, he stopped smoking weed. Every time this man mentioned anything about marijuana, my stomach would churn. Or I'd be like, ugh, like, you know, get that uncomfortable feeling like, ugh, is he talking to me? Are you trying to play me right now? Like, that's how I felt. I would kind of get a little offended, like, my dog. Like, as soon as I leave from here, bro, I'm going to go toke. Don't do me. You know what I'm saying? Don't do me like that. So I, I was resisting so much in that situation that I didn't realize I had to let it go. And as soon as I decided to let it go, I'm not saying God wasn't blessing me previous to that, but as soon as I decided to let it go, it's like I literally start seeing clear everything that I need to do as far as getting myself together and, and really being consistent with you all, because I don't want to be the type of person that's telling y'all one thing and then not doing it for myself. Plus there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who support me and I love you guys so much, but y'all support me and y'all asking for me to keep the podcast going y'all asking my episodes and stuff like that i'm posting online talking about how i'm recording how i'm ready to post an episode and then nothing why because i was somewhere getting high and that's just that's my honest truth that's actually the first time i ever said that for real i'm actually kind of like whoa wait a minute but it's the truth and i can't i can't run from that truth so like I said, resistance will distract you. It will pull you away from everything that you wanted and it causes more troubles. So the same way I was praying for clarity, understanding, and patience, which if you've listened to my podcast before, you've heard me say those three words many times before. I prayed for those things and I didn't realize over the last few years how it was manifesting. Um, getting clarity on who I am. That's what happened first. I started going to therapy. I really started peeling back the layers and realizing like you're a really angry, violent person. Like you gotta chill, dog. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't think, I, I didn't feel like I was a violent person, but I was doing violent things, so, you know, breaking stuff. Uh, to, and then when I started breaking my own stuff, it was like, are you, are you crazy, girl? Calm down. Um, you know, uh, hurting people that I love, talking very toxic to people that I love. So, you know, even having toxic thoughts, because those can manifest into real life too. So it brought me a lot more troubles. I started dating people I knew good and doggone well I should not have been around. Given my body in situations that I knew good and doggone well was dangerous. Um, you know, not being as aware of what I was doing in my everyday life that affects my child, how he sees me, how he views me, and, and all those things. Losing respect from people that I always respected. And this was, that was hard for me because it's like, I've always treated you right. So why are you doing me like this now? You know? So it brought me a sleuth of troubles, but it brought me to the truth that you got to wake up sis and change stuff about you. You're an honest person, but you haven't been honest. Yeah. You're a good person and you like to laugh or whatever, but you're bringing people into sorrow. Oh, you want to inspire people, but you won't get off your own couch. <laughs> clarity okay then for patience um understanding that my blessings aren't microwavable that's just what it is you can't pray for something and think all right today's gonna happen the stuff that i've been praying for i, I wanted my house last year <laughs> actually years ago but you know i wanted to be married years ago i'm still not married but i'm in a relationship that feels so god-given and and i feel so supported so loved spiritually and it, it's it's a beautiful thing to see that relationship with my son also manifest. Like he has his own 
you know, support system within this, this man who's joined our lives. And I've been very picky about the man who joins our lives. Yeah, you could be a friend, but my son knows what's up. Don't, nah, this ain't how you do. This ain't how you treat, etc. So the troubles that I faced then rolled into me having to wait. God told me to be single for a while. I tried to resist that. I'm going to be honest with you guys. And this is probably the first time I ever said that. I ended up getting pregnant and not having the baby. I wasn't ready to be a mother of two. Um, I prided myself on being able to just have my one child and not be, you know, in between two baby daddies and not being in a relationship with them and all those type of things. And uh, when I was faced with that truth at that time, I didn't, I didn't really, it took me off guard. And I really realized, I was like, okay, God, what, what am I not doing right? Because something's, something's awry. I, I felt like I was on the rise to happiness and greatness. You know, I'm running into my 29th year of life. So why? And I mean, at the beginning of the year, I think a week into January is when I, I started running back into those troubles because I started resisting once again. And then that's when I really took a lot of time off from the podcast because I was literally dealing with the emotional part of having life and losing life all at the same time. But I didn't, I didn't let it harm me mentally because I'd already come to a place where I was like, okay, God, I understand. I didn't do right. I, I walked away from you. I wasn't paying attention. I, I started, I started getting too big for my draws and I thought I could handle this on my own. So God was like, all right, you think this is a game? Look at what you could do to yourself, how you could change your life within an instant. Not saying that child would not have been a blessing, but that child's father, let's just say, I would have caught a case. <laughs> all right, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. And if you heard any of my old podcasts, this was one of the situations that I said I wasn't ready to share with anyone because the decisions that I was making at that time were life-changing and I had to be completely honest with y'all at that moment I wasn't ready to talk about it I wasn't I wasn't ready to talk about it but now that that I can talk about it now and know that I don't feel sorrow I don't start crying immediately I I, I just understand the, the lesson so I was celibate for most of 2018 I started dating a little bit because I felt like, okay, I don't want to get too out of touch, but I wasn't taking anybody necessarily seriously unless God sent for him. And and I paid attention. I was like, okay, is this person, you know, how is this person treating me? How is this person treating my son? Does this person even care about my child? Are they consistent? Do they say what they're going to do? And they do it, you know, all those things. And I was also checking myself too, because if I wasn't really feeling like I wanted to be that for somebody else, bro, let me not waste your time, fam. You know what I mean? I don't want to put no no bad mojo on you and then have your wife mad at me, dog. Nope. Let's not do it. Let's just go ahead and clean the slate now. And then God started, you know, giving me my blessings. He he helped me buy a car off the lot. I wasn't expecting that. I was waiting on my house. But God was like, let me test you. Let me see if you're going to do these things I want you to do and, and, and stick through with them. I ain't never had a car payment in my life before. So here I was. I was like, all right, I'll be consistent with the car payment. Then, then a trip, to, you know, trip of a lifetime to go to Jamaica. I've always wanted to go to Jamaica, came up. God made a way for me to do that. You know, I was dealing with some people that in my life that, like I said, danger zone type of situations. God pulled me through that. So you got to know that when you resist, you're going to cause yourself more troubles. Because regardless of what you believe in, 
it's showing the God, the universe, whomever it is that you believe in, that you're not ready and that you still need to learn. That's why I'm saying you don't want to keep like you don't want to keep repeating the same grade. Like I get it. One times one is one. Ten times ten is a hundred. Like geez, I, I don't want to do this math again. You know, I don't want to take English one again. So I had to literally stop resisting. Do exactly what it is that. He said, and then the door started opening and, and the blessings started pouring out. So I just been staying more consistent with myself, with the love I give myself, with positive self-talk, with, um, you know, saying, being a person who does instead of just a person who talks about it. So this is, you know, this is the things I did to resist being pr- a procrastinator, being lazy, being a, a flake, being unhappy, feeling unworthy. I had, I let it all go because I knew that God loved me so much so that he brought me into this world. He keeps waking me up every day. And he had, he gave me the honor of being a mother. Those are just a few things about me that I, that I use as my ammo every day to be like, I'm relentless in my journey to be successful. I'm relentless in my journey to follow God. So that's what I've been up to. That's really what I've been working on because I want my reality and what I believe in to all be the same. I don't want it to be that same resistance anymore. So if it's, if it's me changing and stop smoking so I can focus and, 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 and inspire somebody to be their best self, to feel that love, to feel encouraged, then I'm going to have to stop kid. You know what I'm saying? Like I even was like, okay, Lord, can I just do it on the weekends? The answer was no. It was legit like, what did I just say? That's how I heard God, for real. What did I just say? Okay, stop smoking. I let it go. And here I am feeling great. My sleep patterns are getting back to normal. Thank you. <laughs> because, you know, it was it was a challenge, but I faced that challenge. My son is actually going through his own battle right now with his math assignments and his schoolwork and all that. You know, because he liked to get everything fast. He liked to run, 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 run through it. So I had to slow him down and I told him, listen, you have to know and show up the way you know and show up is true for yourself. So if you don't believe in trusting who you are, trusting your brain, your intellect, then you're going to continue to produce work that shows that you don't care about your, your own self. When I told him that, he was like, hold up now. I care about me. I care about me. Okay, well, show it and show yourself. Literally within that, within a couple of days, he had already shown so much improvement that I, and I was right there to celebrate his small victories. He was all-star student of the day. This is a child who wouldn't even raise his hand because he, he felt like he was too stupid. And I hate when he said that, but that's how he felt too stupid to know the answer. And I was like, baby, uh-uh, you just don't have, you, you need to, you need help with comprehending what you're learning, but you're not stupid because someone who's stupid is the person who gives up. Someone who's a fool is the person who thinks they know everything and don't have to try. So he's neither one of those two things. So I, I, I had to t- tell him about positive self-talk, being your own coach, all of those things, because it is real. It is real. You know, you don't want to bring yourself more troubles because you believe in the bull and you resist in the, the actions that you need to take. If you're not going to do what you should to succeed, then what exactly do you expect to happen? If you don't, if you don't get better about money management, how you think you're going to become a millionaire? You can't manage millions if you can't manage $500. You think you want to be misfit a lot 
Okay, Mr. Rock hard body, but you still going to McDonald's every day. Boo, that's not going to equal up. So stop resisting the truth. Stop resisting what you know you need to do to get to your next step. You want to find your, your lady, fellas? You want to fall in love with your lady? Stop, stop going out here chasing the ones that ain't. Start being more selective. Start, start looking for the traits in, in your mate that you actually want and don't and don't tell yourself that you don't deserve it. But if you are constantly finding yourself still attracting the same madness, this person still ain't respecting you, this person's using you, this person's not uh, neglect this person's neglecting you, this person's not giving you the time that you want, let it go. Why are you sticking around when you know all those signs? If somebody if somebody came up to you and said, Hey, my name is da 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 and I'm gonna spend all of your money, mess up your credit. Bust the windows out of your car when you cheat on me um, or when I think you're cheating on me. I'm going to go through your phone. I'm going to sleep with your best friend. And then at, at the end of the day, I'm going to break up with you and then go on the Internet and talk pure trash about you and talk about how you don't take care of your first baby. Um, would you still date them? Come on. Same thing for you ladies. If a dude come up to you and be like, yo, I'm only going to call you after midnight. I'm only going to check up on you on the weekends. I don't ask about your child and what's going on with their school. I don't care if your car break down. I'll send you an Uber to get home. Why are you there, sis? Why are you there? You, you resisting the fact that the truth lies in the fact that person's not good for you. You just so scared to be by yourself. You going to stick around. Because I know a lot of ladies. I know a lot of guys that do that. I did it myself. Want to stick with somebody because you're too afraid to stand on your own because you want to be what relationship goals, <laughs> relationship goals. Even the people that you thought was relationship goals had broken up. Everybody was looking at Cardi being offset like yes, hood love, I love it, and oh, all of that. And then look what happened. So, and then to be honest, in my own opinion, if Offset took care of his his own you know, shortcomings and traumas and insecurities, then he wouldn't be a man out here cheating on a woman that he swear he loves so much as Cardi B. And I'm not saying she a perfect woman either because everybody falls short of being perfect. None of us are. But at the end of the day, when you know you got something real, you change and you do what's best for that. Just like you, if you know something real with your career or something real with your family or something's real with the job you want or something's real with the house you want, you got to make changes. Serious commitments to doing better, to being better, to being greater. So if you continue to tell yourself that you're not, then what are you doing? You're just resisting the inevitable, resisting the truth. Then you end up being somewhere in your life, at some point in your life, unsure of what to do next. Mad at the world because nothing happened the way you wanted it to happen. Or then... Heaven forbid, putting those fears on other people, telling other people they can't do or they shouldn't do because you didn't do. You didn't even try. You didn't even order your steps to step out there because you've been so busy resisting trying to be what everybody else thinks you should be or, or trying to measure up to what somebody else is. You didn't give yourself time to let you bloom. I ain't never seen a rose say, I'm not going to bloom today because the other roses around me, they're just too bloomed. Look at this rose. It's red. Redder than me. I'm a pink rose. I'm never going to measure up. Oh gosh, I'm a white rose. Never going to be on the romantic Valentine's Day cards. I ain't never, I ain't never one time heard that, seen that. Every flower blooms, period. 
Whether it blooms early, whether it blooms late, it still blooms. I'm snapping, catch the message here, okay? So don't let resistance stop you from blooming. You wanna paint? You wanna be an artist? Get the brush, get the paint, start now. You think practice don't make perfect in every situation? I had to practice with this podcast. I had to practice with getting used to being transparent and in a way that was comfortable for me because emotionally I was holding on to a lot of different things. And I'm not saying that I'm not going to hold up, you know, still have these type of battles on and on and on and on. But all I know is the more I resist it, the truth of it and face it, the more problems I'm just going to give myself in the long run. It's your reaction that is really the most important thing. Are you going to learn from it or are you going to continue to resist? I mean, I don't know how many other ways to say it. So this is actually funny because I was going to, I was going to put this podcast out on the 8th of February and I was going to start promoing and all that stuff for the 8th of February. I even told a couple of my friends that I was going to do it on the 8th of February, but I'm off on Monday. That's what I told myself. Today's Friday. I'm off on Monday. Let's just go ahead and get this podcast ready. I was laying down on my bed, eating, watching, you know, well, actually I was scrolling on Instagram and I was actually resisting. I caught myself resisting this night, like actually resisting to actually record this podcast. And I sat up and I was like, no, we're not playing this game anymore. We're not doing resisting anymore because I want for whoever needs to hear this word to hear this word. And it would be selfish of me to resist spending what 30 minutes of my time 40 minutes of my time to say something that would come off of my heart on Facebook live on a random Thursday at three o'clock when I'm at work or on a random phone call with one of my homegirls when they going through something if what God is making me do or say or feel is something other people would would benefit from I can't be selfish about it no more I can't be selfish about it no more so I just Again, I thank you all for just sticking with me through this entire journey. For those of you who encourage me and text me, DM me, email me, telling me to keep going, you know, I I, I love you. I appreciate you. To my friends who I have talked about collabing with and those things and and, and failed to collaborate with you, I still appreciate the fact that y'all still rocking with me because in all honesty, y'all could have just been like, forget that hoe. She crazy baby crazy so just know that I believe in you I want this to be a conversation please please talk with me ask questions I don't mind at all hit me up on my social medias at Shaquana Lene that's S-H-A-Q-U-A-N-A-L-A-N-A-Y you can follow the adjusted frequency Instagram page as well or hit me up on my Shaquana Lene Facebook page and just have conversations with me because at the end of the day, that's what makes me feel more inspired to keep doing this podcast. It makes me happy to know that people are, are, are listening, not in a vain way, but that it's affecting them. If I just felt like people were listening, like I saw the followers or the listeners or whatever, yeah, that's great. It, it does build some sort of confidence, but hearing directly from you all that it helped you that it made you feel better, that a joke I made made you smile, any of those things. Like if I'm bringing positivity to you, I love hearing about it. Give that back to me. I need that feedback too. You know they, you know how they say always check on your strong friend? I'm y'all strong friend. So give me love back so I can continue to give y'all love too. And this would be an exchange. 
because that's all it's about exchanging love god is love god is in me i love you and that's all i want to do is spread love so again thank you bless you and i'm gonna keep i'm gonna i gotta figure out a a fancy way of ending these podcasts i think i want to say something like you know i'm saying have you adjusted your frequency or what are you going to do to adjust your frequency? <gasps> ooh, ooh, I think I like that. What are you going to do to adjust your frequency this week? Peace, you guys. <laughs>